Welcome to the Columbia View Wesleyan Church podcast. In response to the COVID-19 outbreak, our Sunday morning worship service, as well as our life groups, have all moved online. All other meetings have been postponed until further notice. For more information on how to engage with our Sunday morning worship service on Facebook Live, please visit our website at www.columbiaview.org or go to Facebook and simply search for Columbia View Wesleyan Church. We will be going live each Sunday morning at 10.45 a.m. If you're currently plugged in a life group, please contact your life group leader for more information on what online platform you'll be using. If you're just stressed out and anxious and with all the news reports that keep coming out daily saying this and saying that, and if you just need someone to chat with a bit, our pastors want to be available by appointment to chat with you. So go ahead and call our office at 503-253-7939 to set up a time to chat with one of our pastors. Hey, we hope you find encouragement, wisdom, peace, and strength as we share God's heart with you in this episode of our podcast. Share a little bit about um, why Easter is important to me as well. Um, And I'm also going to give just a little piece of testimony. Um, Mine goes back to age 15. Uh, At the end of the school year up in Washington State, uh, I went to the dentist. Um, And for the first time, they decided to take an x-ray of of my teeth and of of my whole face area. Um, And lo and behold, there's this large black spot that just showed up for the very first time. And they're like, well, that's weird. Um, so they went and they, they were checking into it a little bit and they decided, you know what, it's not worth the risk. Um, we're going to do uh, surgery, but it's in a very hard location to get to. So we're going to have to go in um, through the neck area where there's quite a few veins and quite a few nerves that go through there. Um, but that's the best way that we're going to be able to go in and just take out um, the, that look at that black spot to be able to see what it is. Um, so uh, there was huge amounts of miracles that came up during this time. It just so happened that they found it. We were just about to go back to Honduras. It just so happened that there was going to be a new doctor um, who was a specialist moving from um, Columbus, Ohio, uh, back to uh, Washington uh, State. And he just so happened to be specializing in this area of the face and in reconstruction um, and in the ability to get in through hard places where nerves were running through. Um, it just so happened that because he was moving back he had an opening in his surgery or in his um capabilities to do this surgery before we left for Honduras. So there's huge amounts of miracles around. We knew that God was acting and and, and was with us during this time. Um, but the night before the surgery, I have to be honest, I, I remember going in um, to the bathroom at my aunt's and uncle's house because we had already moved out of our own home getting ready. We were supposed to have left um, that week for Honduras. Um, and uh, just having that moment of what ifs. That moment of what will tomorrow hold? That moment of will I be paralyzed um, for uh, in my face? You know, that moment of um, will I make it through this? You know, the fifteen-year-old minds—they like to dramatize things a little bit. Um, but it made me think of: Can you imagine where Jesus was the night before he died on the cross? Can you imagine where his state was when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was on his knees and he was praying, Lord, will you take this cup from me? He knew that it was going to be hard. 
And yet he chose to keep walking. He knew that it was going to be excruciating pain, and yet he chose to keep going. Um, That choice piece that Jesus had in that, to me, has been uh, just a huge piece of Easter this year. Um, He chose to go, and he chose to be in pain, and he chose to die on the cross for us. Um, But that's not where the story ends, right? Because three days later, they go to the tomb, Mary Magdalene, John, Peter. We looked it up after our video last night. I was right. It was Mary. (laughs) And we went and checked um, and, and found that the tomb was completely empty, right? showing that Jesus conquered over death, that God uh, decided to enact this plan that would save us forever, uh, showing that life conquers over death. Um, So what does Easter mean to me? Going back to the the 15-year-old me, um, God gave me a verse that year, and I wanted to just share that verse uh, with you a little bit. If you have your Bibles, please check uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. It says, For we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. It goes on to talk about how to one we smell like death and to the other we smell like the fragrance of life. Um, But that verse became my life verse for the year. Um, That was the verse that God helped... uh, teach me that there there was a choice in life. So two days, right before my 16th birthday, um, after many miracles of timing that I've already mentioned, um, there was a tumor that was removed from my jaw. Uh, my, my face was uh, paralyzed, but just for a little bit of time. Um, it just stretched. The nerves had been stretched. And I had that moment of choice again. Uh, the moment of choice to to choose not to live with the fears and the anxieties, the the choice to be able to choose to smell like Jesus, to be able to um, accept His transformed life for the here and now, as well as for the future, um, the choice to be able to have a life transformed and allow God to be working in me. Um, and my husband can testify, it's a constant transformation. <laughs> it's definitely not perfection. Um, but I think that that was what the piece of what Easter means to me. Uh, the beauty that Jesus is not in the tomb anymore. Uh, Jesus himself said that the, the seed had to die to be able to come back to life. Kind of like what we're seeing right now with spring with all the flowers coming back to life. Um, but that is the piece of what Easter reminds me of. Um, we have the choice of life. Let God take our anxieties and our fears. Let's not live in death anymore. Let's be the aroma of Christ. What does Easter mean to me? I want to share it from connecting it to the Easter story in John chapter 20. Early that Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene left home. In her hands, she carried spices. Spices she intended to put on the dead body of Jesus. Mary was intent to see Jesus. 
She was determined. She went looking for Jesus where she saw him last, at the tomb. But when she got there, it was unbelievable. It was impossible. He was gone. She set right off to find him as she remembered him. Dead. She went looking for the body. She wondered where might that body have been placed. Not able to even think that Jesus Christ might, on his own power, be up and walking around. That would be unbelievable. That would be impossible. It was then that she turned and came face to face with Jesus. Only she didn't recognize it. The thing is, you see, Jesus didn't want to be detained at the tomb. Jesus wanted to move on into life. Jesus wanted that face-to-face encounter with Mary. Jesus wanted to help Mary realize that he was so much more than a dead body. So much more than as yet she was able to think about. So much more than she was yet able to process. What Easter means to me is this. In life, there comes times when everything seems unbelievable, impossible. It's at these times that I want to see Jesus. And in the limitation of my own thinking, I head back to where I saw him last. And guess what? He's not there. He's moved on. He doesn't want to stay in the tomb of my limited thinking. He wants to move me forward. He wants me to think about things I haven't thought about before and process things I haven't processed yet. With all that power that was revealed on Resurrection Sunday, he reaches my direction. He wants me to leave the sin and death behind. He wants me to commit to walk with him. He wants me to begin to understand the reality of what my life can be if I let him in. And what he can do in those impossible situations that I face. There's a verse in Ephesians chapter 3. Two verses. Verses 20 and 21. It says this. Now 
unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask and think, according to the power that works in me. Unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages. Amen. What Jesus means to me is that he wants me to begin to understand that he is able to do more than I can ask. Jesus wants me to understand that he is able to do more than I can think. Jesus is more. That's what Easter means to me. Jesus wants me to live like I believe it. Happy Easter. Thank you, Patty. What an amazing day. He's alive. He rose. Seems like we ought to be singing some of those songs together right now. You can find them. Go there and worship. I started singing earlier when we were mic checking, and everybody asked me to stop, so I'm not going to do that for you right now. Today we commemorate Easter we commemorate the resurrection of Christ. A lot of the church in the Christian world today calls it Resurrection Sunday, and it actually was called that many years ago also. Part of that's because culturally we have gotten away from what the real meaning of Easter is, and that is to remember that Christ arose on that first day of the week. There's all kinds of debate and, and discussion and questions about, well, what day exactly was it and is this the day and, and all of that. And uh, frankly, I get, as Pastor David says, sometimes I just get weary of this discussion. And this is one of them I get weary of because this is the day the church has set. And in cooperation with the church around the world, we want to take this day and commemorate that Jesus rose from the dead and he's alive. He was alive then, he's alive now. Today, Jesus is alive. Today, he is with us. He overcame death and sin and the grave so that he could be here with us today. Today, we can talk to Jesus. Today, we can know him. We can know him well enough that we can know his very heart. And today, we can believe in him. And today, we celebrate this morning Jesus started this whole thing, and today we can celebrate it. What I want to think about is, why is Easter important to Jesus? Why did he do this? You see, since the beginning, when man was created and Adam sinned and Eve sinned, man was separated from God. It tells us in Genesis that God used to come and walk and talk with Adam in the garden, and, and they conversed and they shared together. And and because of sin, that, that amazing bond between man and God was broken. And what Jesus came to do was to fix that bond so that he could walk with us and talk with us and live with us and, and bring us new life and bring us new hope and, and change us 
forever. He came to be a part of us and to change our life in such a way that he could even forgive our sin and give us new life over death itself. What an amazing, amazing concept. And Easter Sunday morning across the world is the day when Christians remember what Jesus did and we celebrate it. Where do Easter bunnies and Easter eggs and magic jelly beans and all those things come in? I don't even know for sure, and we could go digging around and find out. Those are fun things to celebrate Easter. The deepest reason we celebrate is to remember that Jesus is alive. And so I want to stick with that today. Why did Jesus create Easter? Why did Jesus do this raised from the dead. I want to look at several scriptures. They're not necessarily traditional Easter scriptures, but I want to just quickly look at some of them today. One of them is in Luke, John chapter 12, verse 32, very short. It says, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Jesus rose from the dead. He had, he had to die on the cross. He had to be that lamb that was sacrificed. He had to literally go into Hades, go into hell to overcome sin death and the grave and when he came out of there the earth shook the rock was moved and he come out of that grave one of my favorite old songs is he busted out of the tomb i love that song i had a friend in college was singing that song in a in a little church in northeastern montana and when he said he busted out of the tomb in one of the phrases. He jumped off the platform down into the center of the aisle of this little church. And what he didn't think about was there was a furnace underneath a rug there, an old floor furnace. And when he lit on that grate, it he didn't fall through it like it sounds like I'm headed, but it made this great big metal crashing sound and pretty much ended his song. He busted out of the tomb. He came out of there and he was no longer dead and he's alive. He did that so that he said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. So he says, if, if I want to know what does Jesus, why does he care about Easter? Why is it important to him? It's important to him because he had to go through that so that he could draw us onto himself. It, did, it does us no good. Easter doesn't change my life unless I lift him up and he can draw me unto himself. What's amazing is, is that it says he'll draw all men. That means I can lift him up in my life. I can lift him up with my people. I can lift him up in my actions, in my play, in my community, in my family, in my work. I can continually lift Jesus up because he's alive. And he earned the right, he proved the right over hell and death and the grave to then when I lift him up, he will draw my people to him. He will draw me to him. And so I know, I know one of the reasons that Jesus really values Easter is not so that we can have a party and celebrate, it's so that he can draw us close to him. So I challenge you today, lift him up. He's alive and he will draw you close. Another reason is in Luke chapter 17. Jesus was in the synagogue and the, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed it to him. The scroll was handed to him and one of the reasons, I want to read this, but one of the reasons, the next reason is, is that Jesus greatly values Easter because he wants to fulfill the scriptures. Now listen, he wants to fulfill the scripture in me. He wants to fulfill the scriptures in you. Some of us think we're too sinful, we're too bad, we're too poor, we're too ugly, we're too whatever. 
we're too old, we've sinned too much, or we haven't sinned enough. The scriptures are very clear that we are broken people who live in sin and that our lives need to be changed. Let me read this, what Jesus said when he read this scripture from Isaiah in Luke chapter four, it says, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it's written, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of the sight for the blind, to release the press, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, took it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying to them, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. I submit to you that the reason that Easter is important to Jesus, the reason he went through all of the suffering and the pain and the death and overcame all that and busted out of that tomb, the reason that that's important to him is because he wants to fulfill these scriptures in your life, in my life, in our life. He wants to preach the good news to the poor. He wants to set freedom, give freedom to those who are in prison. Do you know somebody in prison? I know some people in prison. I have some good friends in prison. I hate it that they're in prison, but it's not just talking about metal bars and concrete walls. It's talking about people whose lives are being totally controlled by their attitudes, their habits, their, their addictions, their relationships and they are in a prison they, they can't get out. And Jesus values Easter because his power to overcome sin and death is also the same power when I believe in him to get me out of that prison that my life is in. I don't know what that is. Today is kind of a strange time and we all know that. I, I think it's interesting to see all the families that are home for weeks and staying home. I think there's a lot of people that have been in prisons in their life and they've broken free of that prison. What it, maybe it's a work cycle, maybe it's a, 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 a activity cycle, maybe it's a bad relationship. Maybe, but now after weeks they're broken out of that and they're realizing, wow, I don't have to live in that anymore. Jesus brought peace to us. He brought forgiveness of sin and he wants to free us from the prisons we're in. He says, I want to bring sight to the blind. There's things we don't understand. In Corinthians, it says that there's a veil over our eyes. and We can't even understand the scriptures. Why? Because we read them for our own good. Instead of turning to God as we re read the scriptures, we're trying to prove something by it. But he wants to bring sight to the blind. He wants to remove the veil that's over our eyes. He wants to release the oppressed. So Jesus values Easter because he overcame sin, death, and the grave. He went through that whole horrible process and he rose again and he's alive today because he wants to fulfill the scriptures in our life. That's pretty amazing. He arose and he said peace. Another reason that Easter is so important to Jesus is because he wants to bring peace. You don't have to read very far in any book of the Bible to see God saying, to see Jesus saying, peace I bring to you, peace I share with you. <coughs> Patty shared a little bit today, and David and Tita, and he brings peace, he brings hope, he brings new life. If we go to the scriptures where Jesus spoke to people after he rose from the dead, there are many of them just say peace. I bring you peace, please, please accept my peace. It had to freak them out to run into this guy they expected to be dead, now he's alive. And he said, peace I bring unto you. He met with the disciples and said, peace I bring you. He met with the late, different ladies, said, peace I bring unto you. And he also said, do not be afraid. Those are two different things, they're very connected. But Easter is important to Jesus. Everything he went through on purpose, 
to overcome sin and death, to rise again, to be alive today, is to bring us peace and to, to give us healing and strength so that we do not have to be afraid. There's a lot to be afraid of in this world. I don't know that the COVID virus has created new fear. I think it's mostly just pointed out a lot of fear that we have already. And Jesus came because he can do a work in my heart, change my life, and he can say to me, wherever I'm at, whatever's going on, in my worst situation, maybe my last breath, he can say, do not be afraid, peace I bring unto you. He came to do that. That's why Easter is important to him. In Matthew 28, Jesus was talking to his disciples about reaching out and telling other people about him. This was after he come back to life. He's alive. He's walking around. He's talking to his disciples. They're wanting to know what he's got to say. They're wanting to get marching orders, where to go from here. And he says, he talks to them about going out and sharing the gospel message with others around them in all the world. But what he says here that's so important, and I believe it's a reason why it's the Easter is so important to Jesus. It is a reason why he went through this process, why he rose from the dead, why he's coming back again, why he's alive today. He said, all authority on heaven and earth I give to you. He went through that process in order to get all authority on heaven and earth. He overcame sin. As a man, he overcame sin. He overcame death. He overcame the grave. He rose again. He come busting out of that tomb so that he could look at men, look at women, look at children, and say to them, all authority I give you on heaven and earth. And so I know that that's what he that's why he values Easter. It's not about candy. It's not about parties. Those aren't, those aren't bad things. Those are amazing things. I gave my wife an Easter basket this morning. If you're my boys and you're listening, you're going to go, what, Dad? You're not into that stuff. Well, I gave her one this morning. And uh, she liked it. And she shared it with me. That Maybe that's the main reason I gave her one with all the chocolate in it. That's not why he came. He came to give us all authority on heaven and earth. There's one more thing that I want to share with you. It's important to Jesus because he's sending us power from on high. What an amazing concept. And in Luke chapter 24, this is a very small portion of a bigger story, but I want to share this point with us. He says, you are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have, you have been clothed with power from on high. Jesus rose from the dead. He went through that whole process, sin and the grave and the suffering and going to hell and overcoming the horrors of hell and, and opening the gates of hell and busting out of that tomb and being alive. He, that, the value behind that for him was so that he could send us power from on high. He could send us the Holy Spirit. He could return to the Father and send the Holy Spirit to us to change our life. What an amazing thing. We heard about why Easter is important to some others today, and I believe it's important to you. I submit to you that Easter is important to Jesus, and he's alive. It's important to him because he wants to draw all men unto himself, and because of Easter, he has that authority. He wants to fulfill the scriptures in your life, which includes preaching the good news to the poor, freeing the prisoners, giving sight to the blind, releasing the oppressed, declaring the year of the Lord's favor. He wants to fulfill the scriptures in your life. And because of Easter, because he rose again, because he's alive, he has that authority. He can do that in your life. We must believe. 
He wants to bring peace to all who receive it. He wants to claim all authority in heaven on earth and hand it to us to share these same concepts with those, our people, so that we can share him. We can know his heart and share him with our people. And he wants to send us power from on high. As we close today, we're going to share a little bit in communion. Pastor David's going to come and lead us. And there's some others here that have been helping us. They're going to step forward and be a part of that with us. But today, I submit to you that we must lift him up. We must believe in him. We must turn from our sin. And we must receive his power and authority that only he can give us. Why? Because he overcame sin and the death. He busted out of that tomb, and he's alive. Thank you for hearing my story. Why is Easter important to you? I believe this is why it's important to our Lord. David? That's not a rhetorical question. Why is Easter important to you? What will you do with Easter? What will you do with Jesus? How will you respond to the truth, the fact, the reality that he rose from the grave? We want to take a moment now to invite you to respond to what Jesus is asking of you. For some, that might be for the first time putting your faith in him. The Gospel of John tells us that, that those who believe in him and who receive him, he gave the right to become children of God. Do you believe in him? Have you received them into your life? Some of you have been walking with him for many years and you're distant. It's just true. is now the moment that Jesus is saying, I'm calling you to greater depths of obedience, to greater depths of trust, to receive me in a new and a fresh way you've never experienced before. I invite you to collect something within your home that is to the effect of grape juice and then bread. Hopefully you've done that already. And we as a church really respect our government and want to honor them so as long as honoring them is within alignment of of the scriptures and so we're trying to do the six foot thing right now so we're going to pull the camera back a bit and so pastor don and i will be in view um and we just want to take communion together so on the night that jesus was betrayed which we just remembered and acknowledged a couple days ago, actually. It would have been Thursday night. Jesus took bread. He took wine. He was celebrating Passover, remembering the great exodus event of the Israelite people out of Egypt, headed towards the promised land. Jesus takes the central, most salvific, saving moment in all of Israel's history and redefines the elements around his own life, his own body, his own blood. 
And he redefines their significance to say, there is now a new central saving moment in all human history. And it's not just to my Jewish brothers and sisters. It is available to the world. And so he took that bread and he broke it. And then days later, his own body would be pierced and bashed and battered on the cross. And he said, eat this in remembrance of me. As you're in your home right now, remember the hope, the life, the power, the transformation that Easter brought to the world and Jesus wants to bring to you. You may now eat remembering the body of our Lord. And after taking the bread and passing it around, he took the cup and he said, this is a cup of the new covenant. My blood will be shed for the forgiveness of sins. Every time you drink of this, do it in remembrance of me. Blood is very symbolic of life. And as it was in the Old Testament, the animal was sacrificed and life left it. So in Jesus, when his blood spilled out, life left him and now enters us. As you drink of this, remember the resurrection and the new life that Jesus brings. You may drink. Pastor Don is going to close this out now. Church, let's go our way rejoicing. Because he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He rose from the dead. He busted out of the tomb. And he's alive. Let's go our way rejoicing in what he has done. Amen. Amen and amen. Happy Easter. Hey, thanks for joining us. Our passion is to know and share God's heart. And we're so glad that we're able to do that with you today. If you'd like to visit us in person, please visit our website at www.columbiaview.org for directions. We'll see you next week.